people if i can help them get a couple more tools in their shed and be a little bit of a better person then this is what i'm doing this for anyway so it was kind of a no-brainer to me on why i wanted uh, on why i wanted to do this right Alright guys, welcome back to the Everything Cast. I'm your host Ryan, and with me as always my host David. What's up, what's up everybody? We're back. Welcome, welcome. It's been far too long, man. Far too long. It's been like four or five weeks. Yes, it has. It's been a very long break for a very sad reason. Yeah, lots going on. I've had a lot happen. Made a lot of changes in my life. Eating better. I take that back. I mean the same, but I mean more, which is better for me. So I, I didn't want to phrase it like I was eating healthier or something because I'm eating the same, but I'm just eating more. I'm doing calorie uh, calorie shakes every day, all that fun stuff. There's yeah. a lot going on, man. So, but as I'm sure you guys all noticed, there's been a few changes. The cover art's a little bit different. The bio's a little bit different. I may sound a little bit different. Um, that's because we've made some changes. We've decided to go undergo uh, undergo some rebranding for the podcast. And so I'm going uh, to tell you guys what, what you can start to expect from us and look forward to every week from us. So for the first things first was the bio and the cover art, right? Next, uh, we're going to start uh, every podcast off by stating three things that we're grateful for. Okay, and the reason why I think that this is important is is because I know it's very easy to get caught up in a negative mindset, like oh another red light, or they messed up your order at the your fast food restaurant, or when you're ordering coffee, or whatever you got to park far away from the grocery stores doors or whatever, right? Like it's easy to get caught up in these negative things that go on in our life all the time. It's truly a skill set to stay and remain uh, positive thinking all the time. So I want to help spread that into your guys' everyday life. So this way we're all better people at the end of the day. Because this is something I, I have to do to myself all the time is check myself. You know, make sure I am staying mindful and present in the moment and being grateful for the things that are going on around me. Okay. So the next, another thing that we're going to start doing on the, the podcast every week is uh, somewhere in the middle of the show-ish, we are going to go over and help bring some exposure to another mental illness. So every week we'll cover a, de- a different mental illness. Okay. And then after that, the last thing that we're going to start doing is at the end of every podcast, we're going to uh, end with a weekly affirmation. Uh, for, so those for for those who don't know, a weekly affirmation is like you publicly uh, denouncing that you are gonna do something that's you know, and in, in this case, it's gonna be um, something to work on yourself, something that you don't like about yourself, and that you want to start working on. And every week, we're gonna pick something different that we're gonna work on. And obviously, you guys don't have to pick what we pick. You guys can pick your own things and do whatever you want. But we're going to pledge it to ourselves as a community to hold ourselves responsible to work on these things that we pledge to do so. 
You got anything to add, David? Uh, no, no, not really. I mean, other than uh, nothing really. Honestly, I'm kind of blinking uh, right now. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, do you often find yourself like? Do you often stop yourself and make yourself think about uh, the things you're grateful for? Um. Yeah. Uh, I feel like no, not enough as I should. But, uh, I like to. Uh, keep myself in the not only me in this world kind of mindset. Yeah. Like, one thing we talked about before was like, realizing there are millions of people just living side by side with you and has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And that concept, I kind of feel like, uh, keeps me humble and lets me love things that, like, that I, that are in my life. Because there are so many million other people with nothing to do with my life, and you could see what they could all do. So for me, it's like, you know, we should I should really take what uh, I have in my life a lot more special. Uh, yeah, and stop the taking uh, things for granted so much. Yeah, yeah, there you go, taking things for granted. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. You know... One of the reasons why I did, did like wanted to make all these changes to the podcast was because, um, you know, I had a pretty, pretty bad mental breakdown a few weeks ago, right? And we're not going to go into too much detail about everything right now, but it, it caused me to have to rethink a lot, a lot of how I was acting, a lot of how I was being, and just be more mindful of my impulseness, my inability to stick to one thing and like spreading myself out too much not uh you know putting too much pressure on myself you know and i think that these are just like regular all like regular human things right with like we all do that we all put too much pressure on ourselves to get things done and uh you know and when, when we do that you know sometimes um oh there's a saying that i'm trying to think of but i can't remember what what it is but you know, you, you can't, you know, you can't, uh, or another saying is, you know, counting all your chickens before they hatched, right? You know, you can't, you can't be always living like that. And that's what a lot of these changes, uh, are, have come from. Um, and they come from multiple places, right? So one, I found myself not doing these things anymore. And these were things that I used to do all the time because they're, they're tools that <clears throat> I believe every human needs to uh be a better human right thinking more positively and being more optimistic right that's just a positive human trait right and it's in every single one of us we just have to train ourselves how to one access it and two how to continue holding on to it once we got it right and so those were these were things that i weren't doing i wasn't doing and it made me realize all right if i'm doing it then there's other people out there like me who aren't doing it too and so if i can help them get a couple more tools in their shed and be a little bit of a better person then this is what I'm doing this for anyway so it was kind of a no-brainer to me on why I wanted uh, on why I wanted to do this right so but where this the ideas come from and stem from is from a place that I and I presume that probably a lot of the people listening to this are going to uh, be our uh, is rehab Basically, what I've done is I often find myself thinking 
like if everybody could go through like the rehab process with like whether they're through on drugs or without uh everything that you learn in there is just like so simple human stuff you know it's like the basics of being a human you know an expression and, and freedom right and so it's like and the skills that you learn are good for every single human whether you have uh you know drug problems or alcohol whatever or not if you're just a regular human they're all just it's just good tools to have right so uh so i was thinking to myself it's like okay if this works for people you know to get clean and get sober then it, even if you were to blow it up to a large scale and spread it kind of thin it should work with regular everyday people building up smaller bricks and smaller tools, right? And then, so if you continue to do that over the courses of uh, over the course of a year or so, you will end up building something actually pretty beautiful and pretty cool, right? So the idea is, I basically just took the rehab format, turned it into a public open for format for everybody to partake in, and so that's where that these ideas have come from, and so I'm excited to share them with you guys. Excited to be here for it. This is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. What this turns into? Yeah, man, I can see this fucking making some impact, bro. Seriously, I hope so. I hope so, bro. I hope so too. So, but uh, but bro, tell us what the fuck you've been up to, man. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I say the same thing literally every time I'm on here when I say because I'm still <laughs> doing the same thing. I'm still just working, chilling, and trying to go to shows. I'm just yeah. doing my own thing right now, trying to put a little money aside here and there just for yeah. stuff I need to save up for. But honestly, I'm waiting for the weather to clear up so we can get working on this camper outside. Yeah thing right now it's really the only thing that i really want to do it's on my head for like right now is i just want to get working on this camper yep but uh you've been going to a lot of shows yeah yeah i have well kind of not really like i could be going to i could have went to one last night like a, a real show and i decided not to we went to that little rap show the free one right here in dekalb yeah, it was it was it was cool. It was a nice little venue, like and nothing major. Maybe thirty, forty people at most. You know, nice. in the crowd, and it was just who was it? Lo- Who'd you see? Just a bunch of local rappers, like obviously yeah. people who are trying to make it big. People who think they're good at rapping. Uh, <laughs> were any good? Uh, three out of the six that we saw were good. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely not bad. Like the other three we saw were kind of like, eh. Like nobody was terrible. I'll tell you that. Nice, nice. No, I think my favorite song. I want head for breakfast. Uh, I think that one was favorite rap song of the night. Yeah, that's that's my favorite song too. (laughs) Like, dude, he was he was spitting bars and that shit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but uh. No, we, uh, one of the people, the whole reason we found it is because I went to hang out with a friend, uh, Friday, mm-hmm. and, uh, he had a friend come over and he was actually performed last night. Really? Yeah. And he actually did really good. He had a really good energy and like, uh, style of rapping, like wasn't all just mumble rap. And that's what I liked. Like he had some mumble rap, but not that much. Like it, it, it was actually pretty good, like lyrics and stuff like that. 
the last song he did was his own like uh it was unreleased yeah uh, he, yeah no he was spitting like dude he was he was he was doing good hell yeah actually what else you, you went to another some other shows too oh yeah i went to the arena for excision yeah uh last weekend yeah last weekend uh, that was absolutely insane uh the first night to me was better lineup wise but the second night was better like noise wise like the first night i feel like it wasn't all like set up like right like it was a lot more louder and just like blasting in your ears the first night than the second night yeah readjusted it for the second night i could definitely tell Gotcha. It was Yeah. fucking awesome. You know, a lot of the people already that performed there, Yeah. it was still awesome to see everybody perform at that level. And like the lasers and shit like that, it, it's sick. It, it seriously is. Yeah, man, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. I, I'm just glad you get to go and have all these experiences, dude. For Well, me too, because like... For a while, it looked like some of this shit would never happen again. If COVID was Yeah. really as bad as they made it seem when it first came Yeah. out, it seemed like a lot of this wouldn't have happened again. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. So, like, I'm also very thankful and happy I get to have these experiences and go out and see these artists and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and let's Especially do... Go ahead. boredom, too. Like, last night, we could have went and saw this... Uh, this A lot smaller artists uh, the concord music hall in chicago Okay. uh his name's arm and hammer it's like the one brand of thing that was on the tv for Yeah. a while i don't even Yeah, yeah, yeah. like but it was Yeah, just they're like making soda and shit, yeah. yeah but uh the other dude there was another dude on the lineup named blank like b-l-a-n-k-e and we Yeah. actually seen him last year At Sullivan King's show, but the day before Thanksgiving, he was on the lineup below it. Like he was the second person to go for the lineup, Yeah. but he did really good. But I don't want to drive in the city that deep by myself. Yeah. Yeah, true. It uh, Bo did not want to go, so I was like, "All right, that sucks." <laughs> Because it was like kind of last minute. I found it literally yesterday morning. gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. Other than that, I have one show planned coming up, uh, April fifteenth. That's gonna be insane. And uh, other than that, I'm just kind of waiting for this camper. That's the only thing I got planned going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, uh, fucking Izzy fought. And Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we haven't talked about that. No. Well, that's that was a. Uh, Very high, uh, high strategic fucking, fucking uh, MMA match. So I'm trying to think of like the right way to pronounce it. But like the level of striking was as high as we've ever seen them both, I feel like. The Yeah, way they were... Well, obviously, when you're at that level of fighting, you can't just run in and bang it out. Like You'll get knocked yeah. out in one hit. Like, Yeah. it, it don't matter how many shots you can take. You'll get knocked out one, two punches. It don't matter. Yeah. 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 I'm Like, both, especially on both of them, you know. right. And that fight just showed you how, like, 
viable is the is is not the word, but like a, a synonym for it. How viable they are in the ring to do either like wrestling or like the, literally like Whitaker would go to take him down, he'd defend it, or if he did get him down, it was just right back up on the feet. It, it was just dude. At one dude. point, Izzy lifted himself and Robert Whitaker off the ground with one arm. Really? Oh, yeah. when he was trying to get up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I he see had, like, that. both feet on the ground, but, like, using one arm, like, his left arm, and then like his right arm Robin. was wrapped yeah. back backwards onto Robin, lifted himself off the ground with another man on top of him. That was insane. It's crazy. Yeah, it was such a crazy fight. Yeah, so would you, uh, so a lot of people were saying it was 3-2. Izzy 3, obviously. What do you say about that? I could agree. I mean, obviously, Izzy is the better striker. Overall, yeah, but I feel like Whitaker definitely held his own. We saw what happened last time, and he was still fighting similar to the way he fought when he got knocked out. Yeah, the way I he ca- the way that... he came in with that wild left every time, that's how he got checked. Like literally, yeah. it was that check right when he came in, and that's what knocked him out last time. Yeah, so, well, like, I kind of I kind of agree with like what Izzy said. He said like uh like Robert. And like a couple other other of of his opponents, they aren't fighting to win; they're fighting to survive. And I feel like once you get somebody there, which is where he got Robert there after like the third round, um, then you know it's no longer it's now it's like Izzy won the fight at that point. It was that's where he won. You know what I'm saying? So, but I will say that I, I would give Robert the fifth round. I think it was four four one. You think it was four one? Is he four rounds? Yeah, yeah. I think he took uh four, and then Robert took round five. Oh, so you're just saying okay? Is he took four? I thought you meant like is he took four rounds? Robert Whitaker only took one round. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, that is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. what? Uh, really? I thought no, 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 no. I I think uh three two is definitely solid. Uh, it's not like yeah, Whitaker was. Like it's Izzy not said, like it's not like Whitaker was getting fucking bullied out there. You know, he wasn't just getting ran through. Like it was, it was a trading fight with Izzy more on the dominant side. But Whitaker had his moments in certain rounds, and that's why he won two rounds. Well, uh, also like Izzy said, is like if you're gonna beat the champ, you need to beat the champ. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna take the belt, you need to do it, and it needs to be clear and decisive. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's why he didn't get the belt. That's why Izzy didn't get the belt from Peter at light heavyweight. Wait, Peter, whatever the hell his name is, uh, in light heavyweight is because like, in Jan Blakovich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, well, he lost to him. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's because like. You could make the argument that Izzy won, but it doesn't matter because it, it wouldn't have he if he like. I mean, oh, just the fight, just the fight. Literally, it showed. Sorry, but Jan won. Like, there there was no Izzy won. That was the only person who was, uh, literally controlled Izzy in the ring. Well, no, all I'm saying is just that. Uh, 
I, I forgot. I forgot what. Oh, you were talking about decisions and how like it needs to be decided. How? Oh, it, yeah, yeah. It needs to be a decisive win if you're gonna take the belt from the champ. I get, I think that it could be. It, I don't feel like it needs to do that. I feel like it could be close if like you're getting two lo- top level contenders, and you have them like say one of them's defending, or this top level fighters, and it's a close fight. Then whoever won the most rounds, whoever did the most damage, whoever you know most significant like. It all plays, and it can be close. It could be one point. It could be literally like I don't feel like it needs to be decisive. Like it just, it, it just whoever did better. Like whoever, like I said, controlled the most significant strikes, damage. But that, so that, that's I, how I is, feel for it. Yeah, there is another thing I want to talk about. Have you been on Pornhub lately? Uh, Pornhub specifically, no. Yes. Yes, I don't know specifically. Well, because I, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe not, but... You're talking about I said, like, uh, all like the Godzilla movie posts and stuff like that on there? I'm talking about everything, bro. Oh. I'm talking about... There is so much weird shit going on in Pornhub now. Yeah. Dude, first of all, we'll start with something light and easy. I just found this hilarious. So fucking funny. It was a Pornhub comment, right? Right. On a video. And it was... The picture was Preston Garvey from Fallout 4. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it says, welcome back, settler. There's another uh, town that needs your help. <laughs> right? <laughs> dude, I found that so fucking funny. Dude, dude, that shit makes you stop. You're like, I can't do this right now. You're like, damn. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, dude. It was so funny. Uh, I've seen a lot of the posts that have gotten weirder on there, like the video-wise. Like, dude, like there's the entire yeah. Godzilla movie on Pornhub. Yeah, dude. Like, there's people making rap videos and posting them on Pornhub now. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Or, or, or it's there like... is people making reaction videos to porn on Pornhub. <laughs> what the fuck is going on, dude? For real, the hey, dude, it's it's the internet, man. This is the lifestyle. You know what? I'm actually not too mad at the rap video thing because I feel like that actually kind of makes sense. If you have a like, hella bitches shaking ass, or if you want to be fucking well, because like in your think video. about it, bro. Like you look at any like cam girl video or like uh, amateur video, there's always music. So why not post your music to where the consumer is? You know what I'm saying? If people are using music on Pornhub, right. then why not hey, put your music you on Pornhub? Make porn that, music so it makes a category. Sense. Yeah, porn music is a category. So like. So, there you it's, go. Promise. Like, so so the, the the music makes sense to me, but the reaction videos, bro, <laughs> dude, it's literally you. It's like a YouTube video. Yeah. You, know, you like the porn that is playing on the big screen in the corner is the person watching it. You know, masturbating to. Oh what? The, and it, yeah, yeah, bro. And it's like. No, that's weird. No, I thought it'd be funny if it was like, uh, "Hey guys, we're back to it. We're gonna be re- uh reacting to you know." Uh, well, it is like that, oh, but that's how it starts. Right, but, but I would then... like no. I would expect them just to be full face, like just both hands on the fucking uh, like bro. He is getting it, you know. Just like looking at it, like yeah, just casual watching. Right, it just you know, like dude, they're jerking off too. That's weird, dude. Like, can't yeah. Well, so is this it only is guys though. It's, it's... Is it only guys though? That's no, it's girls. Okay, it's girls. I haven't watching, seen like, any of this. anime. Like watching hentai. Oh, that that'll bring in a lot of people. That'll bring. Yeah, so it's like girls. So then, like, it'll start out and be like, "Today we're watching this video," and then you know, and then she'll start like <laughs> groping herself, and then because so I'm not even gonna lie, the first time I saw it, I was like, "No fucking way!" 
because it looks like a YouTube thumbnail. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So I click on it and I watch it, and so so that's how it starts out, right? It's like that, you know. It's like I watch all you know, hey guys, we're gonna. Minutes. No, no, no. I just I did, I fucking did not. But I was like, let me see what the fuck's because I'm learning marketing and all this shit for the podcast. Right, you know, what you I'm, know saying? So I, I'm like I'm studying this shit, you know. And so I so I like you know fast forward, and she's like groping herself, and then eventually she like lays back, turns like turns the camera down, and then starts playing with herself, and then while watching the anime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, "What the fuck? What the fuck, dude?" Hey, man. But to, but to be honest, you know what? It's like it's one of those things where it's like, it's it was gonna it's gonna happen. So like so like so like this girl in particular is just like ahead of the fucking curve, and so it seems weird and seems cringe. But in three years, I bet she was gonna be the meta on Pornhub. You know what I'm saying? could see it but will it be the will it be the top probably not like because like this is what it'll turn into right so you got so say like somebody like tana mauja or whatever the hell her name is right it'll be like her you know but like it'll be like for so someone like her will be like on only fans but like it'll be her playing with herself watching porn you know what i'm saying like that's what that's what it'll turn into I mean, okay, I I can see it. You know, like I mean, reaction videos are the face of YouTube now, pretty much. Right. So, like, you know what? I mean, I could. That's what I'm saying. So this is this girl's just like way ahead, there you know. So that's why it seems porn, weird. So it makes sense. Right. Yeah. You know, and so people like Bella Thorne and you know all the like porn stars and shit. Those are like the ones that have like a big presence on OnlyFans and are kind of like more like uh, uh, influencers now, like Riley Reed and. Uh, uh, Mia, Ma- Mia Malkova. Yeah, yeah. Dude, isn't Lana Rhodes back to doing stuff on OnlyFans now? She always has been. But she just does girl on girl. She doesn't do girl boy. Okay, okay. okay. I mean... Uh... Yeah, that's what all these girls are doing. Uh, It's the same with Riley Reed. She just got married, so she's not um, doing... All she does is girl on girl. And then Mia Malkova is retired. She's only doing girl on girl. And then uh, Lana Rhodes does girl and girl, but Lana Lana Rhodes is a manager. She manages other women. Oh yeah, she's a whole businesswoman, bro. She started yeah, other yeah. empire. Yeah, uh, th- dude, that's crazy about Lana, bro. She only did work for eight months, and look what she yeah. look what she did, dude. A lot of videos in eight months. I'm not gonna lie. And but, it's, yeah, it's impressive. Like that, yeah. like, but still, like like only eight months bro some of these girls been in here for literally six seven years and still doing it are still barely top 15 maybe for porn stars like that's that's crazy to me dude that lana was able to climb it up that that high that fast yeah man yeah i think like a big so i don't know no i'm not gonna speak on it all right never mind we're uh, we're just gonna move on to the next thing unless you got you got anything else you want like that's worth mentioning since we've been been gone uh no no not really i mean other than shows no okay well list three things you're grateful for i knew this was coming damn it i should have thought a little harder yeah i can go first if you go ahead yeah, because it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah, because you, know you also saying? don't want to make it sound stupid, right? Like, you... well, no. So, so here's. Oh, I'm glad you said this because I, I meant to bring this up. So everything that we that I'm talking about, besides like uh, the mental illness, like portion in the middle, is um, 
a hundred is it's supposed to be selfish everything that you're we're like supposed to be doing here is a hundred percent selfish we are working on ourselves and to do that you have to be selfish so your answers should be selfish so like i'll go first right so like one thing that i'm super grateful for is my girlfriend's cooking right and so obviously that's a super selfish thing to be grateful for right because like truly who's that benefiting just me it's a selfish thing to be thankful for but i have medical issues right and so i have a really hard time with food and because of the fact that she's such a great chef i enjoy eating her food and that's not easy for me right so that's something that i'm super grateful for right another thing that i'm grateful for is my daughter and that that one's a little less selfish right and then uh, another thing that i'm really grateful for is uh the new opportunity that's been uh, presented in my life i can't really speak too much on it right now but okay, okay. So yes, your answers are supposed to be selfish. Okay, okay. So personally, oh, if we're gonna be, I'm grateful for the, uh, uh, well, I'm the lenient jobs that I've had in my life. Uh, every job that I've had has been super lenient. I've pretty much been able to not do what I want, but you're able to get away with a lot more than you should. And, like, I'm talking, like, taking an extra 10 minutes on your 15-minute break, you know, like, yeah. or being able to take 245s instead of 230s. You know, right. we were able to come in late every day uh, uh, at the last company we worked for because we carpooled, and they did not care as long as we came in. Right. You know, stuff like that. We, uh, I feel like that's definitely one of them. And that's actually something I've thought about before. Like, I've had very, been very lucky on my jobs. Yeah. yeah, and like that, but doesn't benefit anybody other than me, you know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and like also like with this job, well, now Bubba is there, but I used to have days off all the time, and everyone else would still have to work, or I'd have to sit there, and then you know, just watch me sit at home, and that's like a, well, it's not selfish, but you 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 could work. Yeah, dude, men- mental health days are important, man. Uh, two other things that, um, right. Uh, I, I, it's, it's hard to think about, you know, like, yeah, this is, this is what I'm saying. This is why I want us to start doing this stuff, man. Uh, it's, it truly is a skill. Now I was able to do it really quick because I've been doing it for years, bro. I, I filled out whole entire notebooks. I used to have to do, I used to do this every single night before bed. Three things I was grateful for every day. Now, I can't upload a podcast every day to make sure that we all do it every day, right? right. But I, we can at least do it once a week. True. You know? So, but if that's all you got right now, that's okay, man. It's that, you know, it's a skill. You got to work at it. No, and... Uh, no, I mean, like, it's just, yeah. Just blank whenever you get put on the moment like that. Yeah. Like, have have you ever yeah. actually? I got a perfect example of this. You ever seen that one video of uh, you know the guy Billy on the street, right? No. Uh, he walks around and is this TikTok stuff? I don't know. So he's actually he's had a TV show like the last three years. It was on Netflix for a while. I'm pretty sure it still is. Mm-hmm. He just goes around and asks random people on the street, right? And it's just for a dollar. He's like, for a dollar, name this person. So like, and 
yeah. walks up to this girl, right? And he's like, Dollar, name one woman. Go. Name one woman. Go. Name one woman <laughs> in the entire world. Go. Inshallah. Like, and, and yeah. seriously, she can't, dude. It's, it, he, yeah, she yeah. is like a 23-year-old woman, and she just can't name another woman. It's like, when mm-hmm. you get put on the spot like that, it just don't click. Your brain don't work. Yeah. Yeah. See, I thrive under those situations, man. That's a skill to have right there. Being like, it's gaslighting, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It definitely and, is. Uh, that right there, like setting somebody up for that, could could well, and be well, very not cool. But uh, it could be very different yeah. in the people's reactions, fight or flight type shit. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So, this week's mental illness that I want to bring attention to and help spread awareness uh, for is anxiety. And so, I know that this one gets a lot of coverage. So, I know it's kind of an odd one to start out on. But I'm happy that I picked this one because I, the, the whole entire reason why I wanted to do this segment in the podcast was for, it was proven on the very first little bit of research that I did, right? And it was so simple. All I did was I went to Google and I typed in definition of anxiety. And there the issue lied. Just right there. So I have I have it. I copied and pasted straight into to, to my uh, PowerPoint here. Okay. This is Google's definition of anxiety. So if you were to like I said Google this, this is what comes up. Uh, anxiety is the mind and body's reaction to stressful, dangerous, and unfamiliar situations in the sense of uneasiness, distress, or dread you feel before a significant event. A certain level of anxiety helps us stay alert, aware, uh, alert and aware, right? This is just, I don't, like, I don't even know, I don't really even know what to say about this. Like, it's, and it's not that any of it is untrue. It is just such a small idea of what anxiety truly is. You know what I'm saying? And it, would, it just would have been like, it, what, what makes me angry is they like go in to try and explain it and they do such a, just a terrible job. Right. People. And so if they like left it simple as in like, uh, like anxiety comes in the in the form of a uh in the form of stress on a spectrum right and then just put a link to uh like a page where uh it goes into further like uh you know depth about what anxiety is and blah 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 you know what i'm saying right. and that's what and that's what makes me so fucking angry is because like because and i know that i kind of sound like a fucking diva right now but you, like imagine it like this right because this is what goes through my head when i see something like this right there is a 13 or 14 year old little boy or girl right and he's having his first panic he or she's having his first panic attack right so he just goes to google and types in anxiety enter and then this is the first thing that pops up this is why i have a problem with this what what does this do for that kid in that moment and it's just all it's going to do is just confuse him because it's like what does this mean you're saying so many different things that you're basically saying anxiety is the existence of living you know what i'm saying right. that's literally so, just living life right 
and that's not what it, I mean. That's what uh, that. Hopefully, that's not in uh, existence that anybody's living. You know what I'm right. saying? So, so then it also, and then this is also what angers me. Okay, is right under that it has in big bold expl- uh, uh, uh letters. It says immediate relief in quotations, and it has three bullet points. And this is what they say: get a hug from a loved one. Right. And so that's not that's not necessarily bad advice. Right. right? But most likely, if you're that 13, 14 year old kid, uh, it's your loved one that's putting you in this situation, most likely. Right. You're like you got in a fight with like one of your brothers and this is giving you an anxiety attack or whatever. whatever, Right. So like that's that's not going to do you much good. (laughs) Right. So but then it also has the second uh, bullet point is enjoy aromatherapy. So basically saying, like, light some incense or burn some, you know, like a candle. Right, that's... (laughs) Right? And then the last one is create artwork. Okay? Again, not it's not necessarily bad advice, but it's like, that that doesn't do anybody any good when they're in in, in a moment. You know what I'm saying? They're looking for... uh, Look, well, I don't even know. Like, what do you put... Like, what do you put there then? Like, what do you think should go in those places? So, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for saying that because I have these answers. I made sure I came prepared with this, right? So, um, I, I want to, so, uh, before I go into what I got to say, um, do you, do you, do you have any relevance to this topic? Anxiety? Do you, uh, experience any forms of anxiety or anything you want to talk about? Yeah. Uh, well, how much I want to talk about it, I don't know, but, uh, anxiety that is that is a yes for sure um i yeah. say it probably honestly controls more of my life than i wanted to uh one biggest thing i get anxiety about is going to these shows uh i, I for no reason like i just shake dude i, I just shake yeah my stomach hurts and i, I just can't stop thinking of what could go wrong and it's just it, like when you're like showing up there leading up to if it's like a big show so like the excision show literally that yeah. that monday it was on a friday literally or uh, well thursday before actually i got a migraine uh okay. from literally worrying about it too much it's like yeah in my head all i can think about is what could go wrong right you know? and that just sends you to that mode and then you're just thinking and thinking it stresses you out like I said, this has happened twice now with these shows. They're like, uh, for Decadence, for Colorado, yeah. uh, I got a, like, a serious migraine, almost couldn't drive home. Work. Like, I had to leave work early. I almost didn't make it home. I kind of bad migraine, just from the overthinking and stressing about what could go wrong. Not we're going to have a good time or anything like that. And that's one of my biggest problems with anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Well then, and hopefully what uh, I got to say will help you out then. Right. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about my experience with uh, anxiety a little bit before we go into some of my solutions for this. Okay. So uh, for me, anxiety manifests in kind of very odd ways. So, I I experience anxiety on different levels, right? So sometimes I experience anxiety and it feels like, you know, like when you get the chills, right, on your skin? Yeah, the goosebumps, yeah. Yeah, 
imagine that in your bones. And that's what it feels like for sometimes for me. Right? And it's so it's such an unsettling feeling. Right? But so that's more of an extreme case. That's that's when it, my anxiety is really bad because then I can't sit still because it feels like my bones are like itching almost. Like if like it feels like I have the chills on the insides of my bones, right? And I get fidgety and I can't think about anything else other than that, right? It, it starts to consume me, right? And then um but on lesser like on a day-to-day um, I if uh, my anxiety manifests in more of a way of like it's more like an elephant on my chest, right? And it, it's like uh, to the point where I it, I really I have trouble breathing sometimes, you know, and I I, I uh, I'll feel like I can't catch my breath, right? So uh, and there's there's a lot more to it too, but I'm not gonna go too much into it, um. Because we're we're just we're just here to spread awareness, not necessarily talk about us right right at this moment. I'm sure we'll talk about our our problems in another time. Right. But um, so so another thing that is a big trigger for my anxiety, and I just wrote this one down because I thought it was dumb and maybe a little bit relatable. Um, is if I like paying cash at the cash register and there's a line behind me. And I have to, like, and then the guy gives me the money back, and now I have to, like, put the money back in my wallet, grab the bag, yeah. put the wallet back in my pocket, and get everything to go. And there's, like, people waiting behind me, and then the cashier's just sitting there staring at you, waiting for you to do all this shit. Dude, it gives me the worst anxiety, man. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean, though. Like, that, that I, I've had that problem many, many, many of times. That's why, yeah. that's why I hate going to crowded places. Yeah, dude, and like, I, I've tried so many different tactics with sorry, this. No, not just right? sorry, not not just. I should probably do that a little better. Crowded retail places, uh-huh. like where you got to go and right, buy right. things. Like I could go to a par- like a party yep. or show no problem. Like retail crowdness, I hate it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like uh, I forgot what I was saying, but we'll just move on. So like, and another another big trigger for me is, that I'm coming to find out is actually change. Change is actually a big trigger for me. Like it gives me a lot of anxiety. I'm, f- I'm starting to figure out. Uh, so, but yeah, I was go gonna say, didn't we talk about that one episode? Uh, here I'm pretty sure. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> the, like the comfortability of life is comfortable to everybody, obviously. You know, and having that safeness of comfortable makes you feel it. And then any type of change, you know, like just boom, just you're in an entirely different mindset now. You know, like it's just not what it was when you were comfortable. It always necessarily isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, but now to the answers. Right. So I got three key tools that I use in my everyday life. Okay. These these are what keep me from doing, not from doing, but like keep me uh, like present in the moment and calm and, you know, uh, forward thinking. Right. So the first thing. All right. So so here I'll, I'll list them and then we'll go over them. Right. So we got four square breathing. This is the breathing technique that I use for especially like with my anxiety. Okay. Uh, I got play it forward and play it backwards. Okay, and these two things I you uh, so like play it forward 
uh, I use for anxiety and play it backwards. I use for when I'm triggered and I like I'm thinking about using. Okay, so how play it backwards works? Uh, the technique or the tool is executed is this, right? So if you're thinking about using or relapsing or however you want to phrase it, um, you imagine the worst place that it brought you. The last time that you were using, you imagine uh, the worst place that it brought you. So like, you know, I shared the story of like me being held at gunpoint driving down the road, right? So like, that's one of my worst places. So every time that I think about using again, I put myself there and I make myself experience those emotions and everything that goes along with that experience. And 99% of the time, that's more than enough to get me out of it. I mean, that's, uh, that sounds like, you know, I mean, a solid way of getting out of it because, well, obviously the worst part of your life is something that you don't want to go back to and you don't want to have to remember. And if you're having to remember it, you're not in a good spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It could be rough though. You know, that one's extreme, but that's just who I am. I'm just an extreme person like that, you know? So, so, but playing it forward. Okay. Now this is a hard one especially if you're over if you're an overthinker like i am okay so how this works is if you find yourself freaking out because of a say like a social situation because this happens to me quite often right it, it's like you know my girlfriend says hey you know, me and my friends are getting together. I want you to come. Their boyfriends are going to come. It's going to be a good time. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's two weeks out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. But then, like, the day before the day comes and I start thinking about the event itself, this is when the anxiety kicks in, right? Because now I got to, like, this is how my brain works, right? But it's like, now I'm thinking about, okay, uh, what are these people like? What am I going to say to them? What are questions that I can come with? come up with beforehand so this way if we ever get in a moment in a conversation where it's dull or still i have these questions prepared right and i start putting like all this pressure on myself to like have a like almost like a performance almost you know like a routine set for when i get there right so now not only am i freaking about freaking out about that i'm putting all this extra pressure on myself to remember everything that i just rehearsed basically so this way when i go in this situation i'm calm cool and collected but in reality i'm just freaking myself out right so pl how playing it forward works is you got to sit down with yourself you i use the uh, the breathing technique we're going to go over here in a second and i say this Wyatt, you've been in this situation how many times before? And how did the situation always end? And it 99% of the time ended like this, right? It ended, you guys go there, you have an average time, the people are all right, you have a couple decent laughs, and you go home and you probably never think about the night ever again. That's being realistic. And then once I have that realization that, yeah, that's 99% of the chance that that's going to happen, I'm good. Now I, I, that eases my anxiety. I'm no longer thinking and trying to like put on a performance. 
I could just go there if I'm a little bit weird or I'm a little bit introverted or maybe a little too extroverted. Like nobody's gonna fucking really remember it anyways. You know what right. I'm saying? So that's playing it forward. The first one was playing it backwards. Those are my my two go tos. Uh, you know, I got a bunch more that I'm, I'll be sharing over the you know the lengths of the podcasts. And then so the last one is four square breathing. This is my most like important tool this is the one i go to the most i use it every fucking day it this is the most important one okay so how this works it's very simple okay you're gonna breathe in for four seconds hold it for four seconds uh breathe out for four seconds and repeat that four times that's why it's called four square breathing so again in for four seconds hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, and you do it four times, okay? So we're gonna go, we're gonna do this together, okay? We're gonna walk through this breathing exercise together because my anxiety's pretty high right now. So, David, are you gonna do this with me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll walk us through it, okay? You ready? So we're gonna go uh, in through the nose, out through the mouth, okay? So in, two, three, four, hold. One, two, three, four, out. One, two, three, four. And then in again. One, two, three, four, out. Or sorry, hold, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Two, three, four, out. Two, three, four, in. One, two, three, four, hold. Two, three, four, out. One more time. In. Hold. Out. And then repeat if necessary. It's pretty nice, huh? Yeah, no, I mean... I feel like that'd be a really good tactic for like after playing soccer. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Well, dude, that's what you see all these athletes doing now. Like, if you're like, if you've been watching a lot of boxing lately, you'll see people are no longer sitting in between rounds. They're standing, and they're uh, you, you'll see them executing breathing techniques. So uh, these three things, these three tools that I listed, are things that I would want them to have listed underneath definition of anxiety is tools and then how and then just like uh you know like in bold click them and then like a little drop box comes down below and it tells you how to execute them you know what i'm saying like it doesn't have to be and i don't know maybe i'm just being a little bit dramatic no, but no, it's just no, like, I, yeah because like the shit they give don't really help like if, if you have to depend on another person for you to calm down that isn't necessarily helping like you like yeah, yeah. you by yourself as a person, uh, some people aren't able to, and I'm not saying you have to be able to, but you should be able to calm down by yourself and be able to take that moment and think about it. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, um, you know, I, I know that's a harsh reality for a lot of people, you know, but it's like, you know, y- your mind controls your body, you know, and your spirit controls your mind. So you you, you got to have them all in sync. You know, and no one can do that but you, and you can't be codependent on anybody. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay, so I wrote uh, a definition of anxiety. Okay. Oh, you think it more accurately depicts it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I wrote this earlier today, right? So this is what I said. So this way, so like, uh, again, so like if you were to Google anxiety, this is what should I think should come up. Okay, this is what I wrote. Experiencing occasional anxiety is a normal part of life. However, people with anxiety disorders frequently have intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Often, anxiety disorders involve repeated, repeated episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety and fear or terror that can reach a, reach a peak within minutes. Uh, within minutes, that stems from trauma or fear. That's what I wrote for a definition of anxiety. Okay, okay. No, that's... that's it. It's definitely a lot more accurate than the Google one. And also, like, the Google one, it doesn't need to be so in-depth. Like, if, you, if you're trying to yeah. learn, like... Uh, I feel like if you're just Googling it, uh, if you are really trying to learn about it, you should just, like, you shouldn't have a two-paragraph thing as, like, the main definition. You should have a quick... Yeah. Hey, this is what we uh we think that it, and that's perfect for it, you know. And and uh, like you said, the Dropbox with more information to whatever WebMD or whatever. Uh, yeah. Go figure out what it really is. Yep. Yep. All right, David. We're at the end of the show. Ready? So yeah, it's been fifty. Damn, minutes. it's already four o'clock. Yeah. So we're gonna do our weekly affirmations. Do you know what a weekly? Uh, do you know what an affirmation is? So I kind of. I, I was gonna say yeah, like, uh, isn't it like just uh, recognizing something, right? No, an affirmation is like a pu- it's uh, a public declaration to yourself to do something. Oh, okay, okay. So you're saying out loud, you're declaring out loud to yourself that you, you're committing yourself to something. Will this be held in court? Like, will it, no, okay. <laughs> like, will this hold up in court? <laughs> yeah, so, so this is a big thing that we did a lot in, you know, outpatient and rehab every day. Again, we did these things every day. Um but I think that uh, doing like picking one a week is actually more effective in this case for affirmations. But um, so I, I just want to state again, we are working on ourselves. We're trying to help ourselves and trying to be better for ourselves. And the only way to do that is to be selfish. So again, when it comes to picking weekly affirmations, it needs to be selfish because that's the only way you can make yourself better. Okay, so I will, I will say what I want my weekly affirmation to be. And again, you guys don't have to pick the same ones we do. If you like ours and you think that you need to work on that yourselves, then yeah, you're more than welcome to work on them with us. But you, you can p- always pick your own, whatever you think you need to work on. Okay, so my weekly a- uh, uh, affirmation is going to be saying no. I tend to do things for other people that I know that they won't do in return. And I oftentimes let people walk on me just because I'd rather avoid the confrontation or just I often tell myself it's just not worth the time. But then I end up suffering from that from not speaking up. Right. So saying no is something that I need to work on more in my life. 
So for the next week, I'm going to focus on doing so. You got one, David? Um, I'm going to focus on trying to work more physically, like overtime-wise. I can make more money. So I can actually start doing things that I want to do. You know, like, okay, yeah, and it's like that idea of doing it is there, but the motivation isn't. Yeah. So I think that that's what mine is, is I need to, so I can do things for myself better for myself, like do things that I actually want to do. I need to work more. You know, what I'm doing is getting me by, but I'm not having any extra. Now you got people who are going to hold you accountable. Oh. So, it. That's what I wasn't hoping for. He said this wouldn't go hold up in court, Wyatt. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think that I think that's gonna be that that's fine right there. Alright, hell yeah. Yeah, that's great. So uh you got any last words? Other than uh I'm very happy to be back. I'm excited to be doing this again. Uh yeah, me too. Uh, I love every one of you guys who uh, watch and uh, support every week, or now every week. For, uh, wasn't for the last few weeks, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're back. Yeah. So, and remember, it's okay to not be okay. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We got TikTok and Instagram now, so follow us on there. It's just at the Everything Cast on all platforms. All right. Um, oh, oh! Leave us a review on Spotify. Drive safe, work safe, be safe. We love you guys. Peace. Yeah.